my headset on it won't you won't be able to hear the beep i don't think so Oh, yeah, hang on a minute. <clears throat> Let me plug the headset in and see if it's free. <laughs> We're just a bunch of assholes starting off today. It's a, it's a, it's a birthday podcast. <laughs> you know, yeah. I I had my first drink already this morning. It was from last night. And I was like, well, if you're not doing it on air, you're not seeing it happen. <laughs> It's nine o'clock in the morning. It's my birthday. We're just gonna keep drinking from last night. I, I, so I came to bed, and uh, you know, and not like it's especially like it's a special case. We just you know, I, regularly day of the week, whatever, have sex, good stuff, and she's like, wow. She was like, that blended whiskey's really got you, huh? And I'm like I'm like, man, yeah, yeah, it does. I'm like, I can't I I couldn't I couldn't do nothing. I was like, I couldn't and I don't say I couldn't do nothing. I couldn't get to where I needed to go, so to speak, you know. I mean Dick is just laying there hard like the rest of the night, and I'm like, This sucks. And I'm just staring up at the ceiling, you know, she wants to go again, whatever, and I get done again, and she's she's done for the night, and I'm like well, this was this is great, and I don't remember anything after that. Like I just passed the fuck out. Next thing I know, my kid's knocking on the door. It's it's like seven o'clock. Hey, I missed the bus. Can you take me to school? <laughs> like, all right. I'm like that's that's my that's my day so far. Feed the dogs, and uh, here we are. You know, played a few games of Call of Duty because I want to unlock the the new gun. The new pistol. And then I see that you have to get 50, 50 uh, kills or something to unlock the one of the guns. And then the other one, you got to get 50 headshots with the with the Golden Eagle. And I'll tell you what, the fucking the Desert Eagle was probably one of the hardest ones I had trouble getting headshots with. Which, when I needed to get headshots with it, I'm like, what the fuck? I don't know. But happy Thursday. I okay here you're not you're again you put the headset on and switched over there's no there's no mic. I've been fucking talking to myself. Salute. Nothing. I can't hear you. We're going to get this podcast thing figured out. They're going to see us on YouTube and be like, these guys are a fucking joke. Bunch of fucking jokers. <laughs> and they're always, he's laughing. You can see he's laughing, but no audio. Zip. Oh, there we, oh, go. There we go. What about now? Can you hear me now? I can hear, I you, can now. hear you now. All right. I'm just gonna take these damn things off and it just ain't working. That's what it is. You know what though? I saw that uh it, it looked like last night that there's a new I wanna say it's a submachine gun. It's it's the pit it's so they I I think they just skinned over 
like old Modern Warfare 2, like MP40s and Scorpions. Because that Tech 9, that Tech 9 is technically, I think, the, the, what was the Scorpion or something like that in the original Modern Warfare 2, which was a, a dual weld pistol. Yeah. Remember, you had, you had the ones where you could fold them out and, like, you did, like, the... <laughs> what was that? <laughs> <laughs> well, I started drinking, right? It's, it's about 9 a.m. <laughs> what are you doing for your birthday? I'm going to pass out by 2 in the afternoon. <laughs> yeah. Well, and Neil's like, Neil's like, what are you doing for your birthday? I'm like, nothing. I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, ah, I might come over. I'm like, you ain't coming over. I was like, you're supposed to, you're supposed to be working on Schilling's house. You're supposed to be working on like old man Schilling, like the, like the founder. One of the old founders is still alive. Uh, yeah. like, he said, he said, I went over to his house yesterday. He goes, he goes, this dude is 93 and he looks like he's 65. Like he's running around. I was like, really? He's like, oh dude. He's like, I guarantee you that guy could run circles around me. I'm like. Well, you know, that's what happens when you trap your children and you bathe in the blood of your young ones. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, that's not funny. I'm like, isn't it, though? I'm like, he basically killed like two or three of their kids already. (laughs) That's not funny, isn't it, though? (laughs) Right. Isn't it, though? (laughs) (laughs) Well, well, he's like, you you made a TikTok of that, uh, the lobster and I was like, oh, I was like, did he not see the guy talking about the Negro League, the A's announcer? Oh man, I saw that and I literally had seen that, and I then I turned on your TikTok and I saw that. I'm just laughing. I was like, what is he going for here? I was like, did he? I was like, and I'm wondering. I'm like, did he even see that? And then I'm like, you know, he doesn't have a job. He doesn't have a job anymore. You know, like, and, and one of the first persons, one of the first people to post about it on social media is Snoop Dogg. So, like, I could just imagine, like, like when they pulled him into the room afterwards, right? Like, it had to have been kind of like that scene in freaking in um, Anchorman when they show it back to him. He's like, "Oh, great Odin's right." He's, he's looking at you. He's like, wait, wait, play that back. Wait. Oh, oh, so I didn't say Negro League? Yeah. I could have sworn I said way. Negro yeah. League. That sounds like Negro League to me. <laughs> is it? Is he, and then he, then he got somebody else going, is that the acceptable vernacular? Can we say Negroes? <laughs> It's not 1947, John. What are you talking about? There's no racism anymore. Uncle Ben and Aunt Jemima are gone. Don't you freaking pay attention. Got rid of the land of lakes broad. She yeah. can't even do butter anymore. Like, what's yeah, going white on? White people's faces are still out there on products. <laughs> it's systematic racism. Yeah, fight racism by taking away all the freaking minorities. <laughs> We're going to take like, all the minorities off of their fucking products. Like, you know, what's what's funny is, is, is like, rednecks and redskins and all this stuff has had all different terms 
throughout yeah. history, especially in this country. Oh, if people knew that cowboy was like the most racist term ever, God, will we ban cowboy too? Like, we're not going to say cowboy anymore. Like, you know, like, come on, man. Yeah. I, we find anything wrong, like, like, in, like they're not gonna, they're gonna quit teaching science in Florida. I'm pretty sure. Oh, you know? dude. <laughs> I, what are you talking about? There's all kinds of science to follow. Don't you? Don't you pay attention to the COVID? Yeah, I mean, all the science. Yeah. Oh, not many people are aware of this, but there is a book that was published uh, early '80s. I want to say like '81, '82. And it was called the, uh, I think it was called the one or the power of one or, or something like that. And it talks about how we have to stop reincarnating ourselves as human beings. And they're not necessarily talking about like God as a, uh, as a, uh, you, you know, Christian or Catholic or religious figure, but more so just talking about himself or herself as these entity, right? And they're saying that, listen, all you have to do is find love, you know, and, and find good old fashioned, like just spiritual being of just love, you know, like yeah, general just you know, love. I mean, the kind and, of love that stabs you. <laughs> cuts you with a razor yeah <laughs> but and then it's and that's just it is I, I think that i think that people in general just they don't they don't they don't they don't go out of their way for that stuff anymore and, and you know our wives like they just that wouldn't help anybody give anybody the shirt off their back so to speak you know offer offer refuge to whatever like wouldn't wouldn't harm a squirrel you know scared of a falcon doesn't want to squash a bug and then there's people out there that are just they'll they'll squash anything in their way oh grandma, yeah. grandma small child aunt but you know like i like i like and i'll give you an example like me myself mowing the grass <laughs> And I decided I'm going to trim trim some of the hedges. And uh, I was like, oh, I was like, there's a broken ban- branch in one of the, one of the lilac bushes. And I didn't, I didn't, wasn't paying attention to what I was doing. And I was, I go to grab the branch, you know, to, to get rid of it. And there's Robin's nest and there's two Robin's eggs in there. And, and mommy and daddy Robin are up in the, the upper part of the, uh, the Japanese uh, maple. And I'm like, Oh man, I was like, they must have fell from the maple into the lilac bush, you know. And I was like, son of a bitch, and I and I moved the branch. So then I tried to take it and, and put it back up to where it was because I not, didn't touch the nest or anything. And I'm like, and I'm feeling bad. I'm like, oh man, I'm like, just I just stopped circle life. Like I was a horrible person. Like I, I feel horrible. Like you know. And then there's there's the guy that just like ah fuck it fuck those things throw them on the ground you know whatever because I have a neighbor that's that way you know like cat or dog he's like ah he's like I just throw it in the river and I go find a new one. Wow, <laughs> dude, that's... is it still alive when you throw it in the river there, Jethro? No, yeah, it <laughs> no, it's not. That's the whole thing. He's just like ah, I feed a snapping turtle circle of life. <laughs> He's got this fat ass guy. He just threw it in the river alive. I was like, oh, God, dude. I'm like, this is a real thing. I don't, you know what? 
it cracks me up. And me and me and the wife, we we've gotten to this point because of the way, just the stupidness that's going on right now, right? right. <laughs> Everything, and it like. I, I, it's to the point where we can't stand people. I can't even stand driving, especially around here, up here, in, you know, in, in the area, because people just, they have no common sense anymore. Over the past three years, nobody has any common sense. Nobody pays attention to shit. I got to honk my horn every time the light turns green at the person in front of me, because they got their face buried in their fucking wall. The amount of road rage that I have on a daily basis is like, unbelievable it's to the point where like we go grocery shopping every two friday on payday fridays and we'll go in the evening like around six o'clock right because there's nobody in there There, there's nobody in there there's none of those the cackling hens that just block up the middle of the aisle with each cart facing each way and they're you know just blocking up and it's 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 kind of funny. I mean, we get laughs out of it, but man, it pisses us off. It's a like, good God. Does it piss us off? You know, I, dude. And, and the worst part is, is they pick this time of year for like the last couple of years. We're going to, we're going to do massive amounts of construction. Oh yeah. On all the roadways. And I'm like, and well, the whole reason power in Indiana is an orange traffic cone. Mm. Well, I mean, <laughs> it's the state, state flower and bird, you yeah. know, <laughs> well, and, and see, and here's the thing, the whole reason they do, um, traffic stuff of any kind of any upgrades is because it's what takes more of the money of the surplus because then they can delegate it because they can say, well, we need this much and we're going to tap into the surplus. So then the federal government can't go after their surplus to eat in on their debt for their shit. So they can literally drag it out. They can say, okay, well, we started this project, but we put this project off till now. And then we're going to continue on with this project over here. And it might run through 2025, but they can, they can, they can literally stipulate because 65 was done 60. And I know you don't travel 65 that much, but if you do, you know, going north or southbound on 65 between Chicago or Gary, Indiana, and Indianapolis is ridiculous. Oh, Absolutely yeah. ridiculous. And they've had it shut down or put into two lanes or this or that so many times when they could have just finished it. Like, they're doing the same exact thing over and over again. You know Uh-oh. what pisses me off? Hold this on, we gotta, call, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta call her. Oh, nice. This ought to be interesting. Hello, you're on, you're on, uh, you're on two shots of ginger. This is, uh, this is big old dad Eric and ginger hair genius. Uh, who's calling? Call her, call her. What did you call in to talk about today? <laughs> Well, it was going to be about some drugs, but. <laughs> what, what kind of drugs? I mean, this is an adult program. I mean, you know. Oh, God. So, uh, THC and put it into a uh, dial. Yeah, we can, we can do that for you. Yeah. All right. Great. 10-4. Let's get on that. All right. 
Uh, you, want, you want gummies or do you want brownies or cookies or what do you want? Out here. I think I don't know which ones will last long. It's probably gummies, but I'm gonna eat them up. Okay. Hundred dollars worth there, Pop. All right. Sounds good. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for calling, caller. <laughs> All right. At the uh, legal dispensary right now, actually. Oh, are you? Oh, yeah. Yeah. What are they? What are they? What do they charge? What do they charge at the legal dispensary for five hundred milligrams of? Uh, that tire is just absolutely stupid. <laughs> in Illinois only. You heard it here first. Don't shop in Illinois for your THC. Take the extra drive. Take the extra hour drive to to Michigan and use your dispensaries in Michigan. The whole state's so inflated it's fucking floating. All right, we'll let you go. <laughs> Thanks, caller. For, long time listener, first time caller. Yeah. <laughs> That's I'm a great show. I don't care. Whatever. It's my Friday because I'm on vacation tomorrow. So I don't oh man, I, you know, I you know somebody asked me that they're like, "Are you going to do a show?" I'm like, "Yeah, I'm like, we're going to do a show for last week. This week is like we're missing a week in the show." I said. I said, maybe we'll do a show every day. Like, you know, I mean, we could do one later on tomorrow, you know, or whatever, because you, you guys are doing your thing tomorrow. I'm like, maybe on later on in the day we'll do one. You know, I don't, I don't know. We'll see how it goes. I mean. Yeah. We'll see how your alcohol consumption goes, you know. <laughs> At this point, I, I'm going to have, you know, I took my kid to, kid took my kid to uh, school this morning, and the first thing I thought was, I hate living down this far south. Because the liquor stores don't open up at 7 a.m. like they do up north. <laughs> no, they don't. I, can't, I don't even think there's one up here that opens at 7 a.m. It's all. Lake Liquors in Cedar Lake is the only one I know that opens okay, yeah. at oh, Well, you go further north. I think St. John and North, none of them are open at 11. They're open at, uh, or they open up at 11, not at 7. You can go to Myers and get. Your beer and liquor, need, you know, if you need liquor, because Myers sells liquor, you can buy it there. But I don't know. Yeah, yeah I, whatever time Cedar Lake or oh, is it CVS or Walgreens opens up, I know they they uh, they sell it. Yeah, yeah. I did. Well, you know, we're coming out of the prehistoric Stone Age of alcohol sales. It wasn't too long ago that you couldn't buy alcohol in Indiana for on a Sunday for some. Dumb fuck, strange reason. That was about what about five years ago, right? Four or five and, years. Uh, ago? Yeah, something like that. About five years ago, maybe seven years, something like that. I, I, I can remember when I got lifted. I could remember still drinking alcohol at age eighteen. Um, or maybe it was sixteen. I was in Canada. I was in Canada. Yeah, I was in Canada in '95 for the uh, household cup for hockey. And I was able to drink, and I was just over the. I think I was just maybe seventeen, maybe. So I was able to drink at seventeen because I think the legal drinking age, uh, with consent, I think was sixteen in Canada. Dude, the United States is like one of the only countries where you got to be twenty-one to drink alcohol. Yeah, yeah. I I mean, well, what's what's weird is like you know I'll, I'll talk to like cousins and stuff like that you know and they've never been here and they're you know they're still live in Poland and and they'll tell me they're like oh we 
the kids drink wine with every meal or or they drink they drink vodka you know basically all the time i'm like i'm like you're telling me you guys your four-year-old drinking vodka yeah but it's not as strong over there right well no and they they make it more like uh like almost like a syrup you know they put in their uh yeah their their teas or their coffee or, or whatever you know like Listen, a brand. You're trying to justify a four year old drinking vodka. <laughs> well, it's not as strong as it is over here. It's basically water. Come on, it'll be talking to the Polish princess all the time, and she's like, "Listen, I would recommend it, yeah, but there's this ninety five percent pure grain alcohol." <laughs> she's like she's like we we serve strawberry what did she was saying the other day she was saying we serve strawberry um gravy i'm like what she's like we make you know we make strawberry gravy and i'm like this is even i'm like i like syrup she's like no gravy like you know how you have biscuits and gravy and i'm like yeah she's like well she's like we serve strawberry gravy over potatoes and i'm like Ugh. That doesn't even sound. <laughs> yeah, you know, and like, but what do I know? I didn't grow up. I didn't grow up in the country. You know, had I grown up in that country, you know, I'd be like, oh man, strawberry gravy. That's where it's at, guys. Hey, you don't leave the table till you finish all of your strawberry gravy and your vodka. God damn it. You're like, you're like, oh, and all the Polacks are like, what is he talking about? And I'm like, you know, and, but the guys in Belgium, they know, they know what I'm saying. Apparently, I, I I'm just saying, like, I, huge I don't in know. Belgium, huge, dude. The, the analytics, we're growing in Belgium. We got, we got Shout a few more Polacks. Crew. <laughs> I, I don't know who's listening to us in Belgium, but I love you people. I do. Thank, thanks for thanks for coming out and listening to the. They're probably upset we haven't had a podcast in a while, and now that they're finding out we got video, it's it's, it's, it's a lot. I guess. I, I guess gotta, we're all I fifteen gotta, of them over there, you know. So. Next, next thing you know, we're gonna be taking over Spain. We don't even <laughs> speak Spanish. <laughs> right. <laughs> It's like, I, yeah, I don't know. I've got golf league tonight, so I got to watch it. I got to, the wife got mad. She got mad at me last week. She got mad at me. She's, well, you got to, you got to, you got to quit dipping your balls in the cleaner all the time, you know? Yeah, but it feels so good. It's refreshing, you know? Get that deep clean feeling. So, you know. I, you know. Well, she got idea? mad at me. Can I, ask, can I ask you, whose idea was it? For us to have Jeremy's uh, a, a golf, like whose idea was, was that? His idea, like because I think somebody put that in his head. Like he's oh, not even bachelor party. Yeah, like whose idea think, was that? Uh, I, I don't. Uh, if if anybody put it in his head. Because the only person well, Dave maybe might have put it in his head. Because the only person that's good at golf out of all of us is you. <laughs> yeah, he's. Like, it's like, last, I don't know. Last, the last time you and I was thinking about this. The last time that you guys went golfing, I think you guys were in like Olympia Fields or something. He's telling me the story about how, like, 
you hit a you hit like a dry patch or something and you flipped the no, golf cart we and you did like we a backflip out of the, out of the golf cart. Yeah, it yeah. <laughs> and amazingly no. he doesn't get hurt. Like I'm no. like I'm like we, we were coming down yeah. the hill. You tear an ACL walking, you you fuck up your labrum closing the door. Well, it was, that it was doesn't more, hurt you. It was more he didn't <laughs> stick the landing, and that's what made his ACL tear. I'm just gonna say, you know, uh, he I, I gave him a five point five. <laughs> no, we were at Mini Maness, and it had rained pretty profusely the night before. Right, and so the course was in the process of drying up. And we got, I think we were just after the turn and we're on a, I, I think it was a 10th hole. So we, we tee off and you go down. It, it's a pretty significant downgrade or downhill. And um, he hit his off to the left and we come down the hill and we weren't going necessarily fast, but we go through this wet patch of grass and it, where it levels out and the back tires are spinning and we're just kind of floating and kicking around the ass ends kicking around and we come through it because I kept my foot on the gas because I didn't want to get stuck in there and get out and have to push. So we come through it and it hits the dry freaking grass and jerks that freaking cart back the opposite way. And he went freaking flying. <laughs> he just went <laughs> He hung in there. He drank a lot, but he hung in there, you know. And then I was, so. I'm talking to, I'm talking to Jamie, you know, I'm talking to Jamie about the whole situation. And, and, uh, he's like, he's like, who is, whose idea was it the golf? And they were talking about that situation. And he's like, yeah, he's like, you think that's bad? And I'm like, oh, Jesus. I was like, here we go. Jimmy's going to tell his story. And Jimmy's like, we're getting ready to go to Disney. And I'm like, what? He's like, we're getting ready to go to Disney. And he's like, I squatted down to put our bags into the the thing to get them scanned. He goes, I tore both my ACLs. I'm like, what? What the fuck? I'm like, are you fucking serious? He's like, yeah. He's like, all I did is squat down. I'm like, this is, and I thought, I thought like, you know, the Barnett lock, like we got some, like, if we're going to do something, like we, you know, we go all out and fuck it up. I'm like, this guy was just putting his bags on the Scantron and he, he tore his AC. I'm like, this is absolutely ridiculous. Oh, dude. You know? And then, and then, you know, the whole, he was working for the post office and, uh, I was like, how do you, you know, and I remember, I remember talking, to, I, I remember making fun of him about it for years. And I'm like, yeah, I was like, tore your pussy, you know, you know your, 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 your labia. And he's like, labrum, it's labrum. I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I'm like, how'd, how'd you tear your labia? You know, like, I was closing the door. I was like, that's a heavy door, you know, like, he's I, like, no. Hey, <laughs> the battle is real for you young people out there who don't think it's not real. The worst I ever fucked my back up, right? I was bending over to tie my shoelaces. I sat down on the on the steps going in, you know, from upstairs down to the foyer, and I'm sitting down at the base of the stairs, and I put my shoes on, and I bend over to tie my shoes, 
And then when I went to go sit back up and stand up, oh, yeah, massive pain. I was out for a week. Dude. I, I was out of work for a week. It, oh, my God. I'll tell you what. Not too long ago, probably about a year ago, Michelle – and and as most most women, they prepare like some women have long hair, some have women short hair. My wife has shoulder length hair, and, and most women with shoulder length hair, they do this thing where they flip their back over and they they brush the back of their hair out, you know, and they're blow drying their hair and shit. She <laughs> she flips over, and all I hear is ah, <laughs> like, are you okay? She's like, I can't, I can't get back up. I'm like, what? She's like, I can't get up. And she threw her back out, bending over to comb the back of her head. I'm like, yeah. brush the back of her hair out. And I'm like, and and she and Michelle's, Michelle's what? Michelle's five, five and a half years younger than me. So I'm like, I'm like, man, I'm like, you're not even 38 at this time. I'm like, you're not even 38 yet. I'm like, you're falling apart on me, man. Like, what's up? Oh, you know what? Me, we were having a conversation yesterday because we want to redo the landscape in the front of the house. Right? And she's like, she's like, I don't know. That's that's going to cost a lot of money and everything like that. And she goes, I think we just need to, you know, come to terms with the fact that we're going to have to do the work. I'm like, Are you trying to fucking kill me? Are you trying to paralyze me? I said, I'm I'm going to be 45 years old. I said. I, I, you know, and we go to the gym and I, you know, lift some weights, moderate weight, you know, and everything like that. And I'm physically fit, but my back is not going to take that. I said, I'll be, I'll be down and out for a freaking month and I'm going to rack up chiropractor pills. And for now, for those of you who don't know, my wife is Hispanic and we always bullshit and fuck with each other back and forth. So I looked right at her. We're driving to the gym yesterday, and she's like, well, I don't want to pay that money. So I told her, I'm like, don't you have some cousins that can come and do this shit for, like, on the arm? You know? Well, and you got you got three kids, you know? Like, I, I mean, they need to learn the cost of a dollar, you know? What the hell? You know? Oh, no, they got their own jobs and everything like that. You know? But it's like... I'm like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not doing that. Is that I'm not, I'm not doing and, and it's, it's, and I'll tell you what, it's hard work. When I was... Um, when I was married to my second wife, um, the one thing I did as a second job um, on the side was I helped her, her one of her cousins, open up a landscaping um, and lawn business, and it's work, man. And I, oh, yeah. I, I you know, on that this this just twenty years ago, and even in the best shape, you know, and, and for you young guys out there and young kids and this and that. I'm in, I'm in terrible physical condition, you know, uh, myself. I'm, I got a lot going on with me. I got a lot of stuff that I'm trying to iron out uh, and not die, you know. Uh, but when I was in my peak physical condition, I, I challenge anybody to go out and, like, do the job that I do every day at work or go out and, and do landscaping or go a real, a real man's man's job are, like, these guys that are cutting down woods, and I say woods, like they're they're cutting down acres and acres of trees by hand. Yeah, you know, like that. Like I'm sorry, NFL athlete, whatever. Like I would kick your ass. I don't care who you are. That would kick your ass. Maybe Randy Moss. Randy Moss can do anything, from what I understand. But other than Randy Moss, 
it would kick your ever loving ass. And maybe Mike Singletary, you know. <laughs> Dude, I was watching a, I was watching a uh, an interview um, with Jason Williams, and he's talking about good old white chocolate. He's talking about uh, Randy Moss, and he's like, he's like, bro. Bro, this dude, he's like, and I didn't know that Williams was his quarterback. I thought he was his his, his other wide receiver. And he's talking about how Randy Moss, his Randy Moss's junior year, Randy Moss won Mr. Football in uh in West Virginia. And and um, Jason Williams was saying, he said, I don't care if you invented the game last night, Randy Moss was good at it. He was just like he was just an athlete. It didn't matter if he was fishing. It didn't matter if he was golfing. It didn't matter if he was catching a football, bouncing a basketball, anything. Baseball. He's like he was an athlete. He could throw somebody out from center field. He was just he was that guy. He goes, you could you could have invented some sort of Olympic sport three days earlier, and he was good at it. And I'm like, wow. Dude, that's, I, that's just that you know, like, and you don't always hear stories. There's not a lot of guys that are that way, you know. But to hear that, I'm like, that just blows my mind, you know. And then you think about other guys that are generational talents, like you know, you're like your Deion Sanders that that comes up and stuff like that. You don't find these guys anymore, you know. Like everybody, everybody just well, concentrates on a specific sport or a specific thing that they do. Well, it's like just even with the youth nowadays, right? Like the 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 shit that we were willing to do in terms of beating our body up for work or for sports or just whatever, compared to these kids, I'm telling these the youth today, man, they're fucking lazy. They're oh, I know. Fucking lazy. I know. Well, and I remember, you know, you remember back in the day, you played whatever sport you played that you were good at that you played, and. Just like with me, you know, he was talking about how he never, Randy Moss never came off the, off the field. He's like, what do you mean he never came off the field? Well, I always thought, I'm like, I never came off the field because I I was on defense. I was playing linebacker. I was like, when I was done playing linebacker, I was I was back in for, for uh, return team. And then if I was on offense, I was fullback. And then if we scored... And which nine times out of ten we did, I was usually kicking the extra point, or I was holding, or I was a long snapper. So like yeah. it was always something. And I'm like, he's like, no, he's like Randy Moss. He's like, Randy Moss never came off the field. He's like, Well, what do you mean? He goes, Well, he said he was the punter, he was the place kicker. He said, he said if he and he was returning kicks, you know, like he he was and he was a defensive back. And he was the wide receiver. Like he literally, he said he literally never came off the field. He goes, there ain't nobody out there that does that today. He oh, said, God. there ain't nobody out there that does that today. And I was thinking about it and I was like, and I wasn't the only one that did this. You know, I think, I think like six or seven of our starters played both ways and played on every single team we had. Like every single team. It didn't matter if it was special teams, if it was kick return or punt return or whatever. There were like six or seven of us that played on every single down. Like, if that game was 40 minutes, we were in there for 40 fucking minutes. Oh, yeah. Like, dude, in my hockey days, in my hockey days, I never came off the ice. I mean, I, I would for my, you know, changing out shifts. But you're looking at only like a 30-second rest to get back out there for defense, right? I was, I was, I mean, I would log, you know, 
probably 80, 85 to 90 percent of the minutes is what I would log, right? If we were if we were five on five, I was out there defense. I come off the ice for maybe a 30 second shift change and rest to go back out there. And then, you know, if we were on a power play, I was freaking out there. If we were, you know, on a penalty kill, I was out on a freaking ice. There was never, you know, it's just how it is. And and now it's like, you know, I just I don't I don't know I don't get it with these kids. That's like basketball, right? You look back in the day, like when we were playing basketball, even on a high school level. You had they would pound the ball down inside, down into the paint, get it to the big man, work it and put it up on the board and in, you know. Right. And people were crashing boards. You know, I a couple of, we went to go watch a high school game, varsity game last year. It was at home. And all you saw was this passing around the freaking perimeter, this three-point line passing bullshit, trying to get somebody open. And more often than not, they would force the three-pointer. It was like nobody went down low. It's like, what what, what the fuck, you know? Because it's everything, and, and I said this before, uh, I don't know how many podcasts ago, but that the clock controls the game anymore, and that's and that's what they're that's what they're doing. And I'm not saying they're showboating or anything like that, but the clock controls Whoa, the game now. I I am, I am. That's that. That's all it is, man. It's like it's a look at me fest. Nobody plays defense anymore. It's oh, you know. Nobody. I watched I watched an NBA game not too long ago, and. It was one of the playoff games. I think the the I want to say the Grizzlies were playing the Lakers or something. Whatever, whatever team John Morant's on, and I'm like, I'm like, what the hell is this? Yeah, I was like, what the hell? And then some of the shit I seen, I'm like, is there? Do they even travel anymore? Is there? Is like, is there like? There's no traveling called. Like you just oh, you no. can take as many steps as you know. want. Like, nope. <laughs> and now there's now there's like. Like I, I don't know if this is the NBA uh, Players Association, the PA, or the union, but like, like they're not, a lot of these guys don't even play the minutes. You yeah. know, like you wonder why LeBron James has been playing for fucking thirty years, or however long he's been playing twenty plus years. Well, because he doesn't even play. No shit. Look when at when's the, when's the last time this motherfucker played forty minutes? Well, look at baseball. Same argument can be made for pitchers in baseball. When was the last time you saw? I mean, it happens, but the the norm, if a starting pitcher was out, he, he was having an outing and he wasn't getting crushed, right? Yeah. Giving up a few hits, he was giving up a few runs. You'd see him go until the freaking seventh inning, eighth yep. inning. And then they bring their setup man out and then they bring their reliever out. Now it, you have... If you got the lead after five or six innings and, right. and you're and you're not you're not you're not you know pitching strong and you got less than a hundred pitches as long as you got less than a hundred that's the only way they're staying in is that they got less than a hundred well, you got anything over hundred pitches and they're like like Stroman the other day I was like why are they taking him out I was like he can get the lead if he can get the lead back you know they'll win I'm like they're playing the fucking Cardinals you know like the and the card for those you don't know the St Louis Cardinals are are. You can't even wipe their own ass this year, and then they got a, and they got decent players. So I don't, I don't want to hear it. Yeah, um, you know what? It, well, look at what they did. Look at what uh, the Cubs pulled with uh, Smiley when he had that no hitter going, right? Which, and and again, 
he had less than like I think it was less than 110 pitches at that yeah, point. He was there was no the, reason to take him. He up. was he was in the seventh inning, I believe it was. He had a no hit shutout going. He gives up one hit. It's a little. It's just one of those, you know, one of those hits that it's you know, it's a squiver. It was it was a cheap infield hit. And then they pull him out to to finish, you know, to get, it's like, what are you doing? Well, I think a lot of that, a lot of that now is, is upper management because I don't even think they can run their team anymore. Uh, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't know. Like before, like when we were younger, you had your starting pitching, you had your relief pitcher, you had your setup man, and then you had your closer. Now it's like, you got your starting pitchers. You've got your long reliever, your middle reliever, you know, well, and you also kids. have what? you also well. That's the only thing though is you also have well. And when we were kids, you also had that guy who was a reliever who was your specialty pitcher. Like he had something like, and I know you remember guys like Dan Quisenberry or Phil oh, Negro yeah. or those guys because they could throw knuckleballs or you know what I mean. And Quisenberry, Quisenberry started. He was in part of. He was an intricate part of that rotation in the what was it the eighty four. Uh, World Series team for the Royals, I think him and Saber Hagen, but like he was a specialty pitcher. Yeah, you know, uh, and I could be wrong about that. I, 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 right now I've been drinking for you know, uh, but as far as that goes, like you have guys that are generational talents like that. Again, you're not, you don't find those guys anymore. Uh, one of the best comes pitchers of all time, uh, Greg Maddox. He never. He never, I mean, in his prime, when he was throwing the hardest he could throw, he probably threw 92, 93, maybe 94 tops. But I that man, his average speed was like 80, 85. Right. His average speed. I'm saying, like, if he, he threw his hardest, like, one time, you know what I mean? Like, he didn't, he wasn't a fastball guy. He could throw a fastball, but his fastball wasn't even, you know, any better than 92 or 93. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. He was. He was a precision pitcher. His placement on the ball was probably, I would say, talent-wise, rivaled with guys like like Whitey or, or, or Gaylord Perry or uh, Nolan Ryan. Although with Nolan Ryan in, in his possession of the ball, the guy could throw almost 120 miles an hour, you know, which is ridiculous. But, I mean, he's he just had the command of the ball. And he had – like nine different pitches in his arsenal. He probably yeah. had two in his back pocket that, you know, he only threw once in a while. So he probably had 11 different pitches he could throw at any given time. And the, some of the nastiest stuff he ever did was, you know, he's known for his slider, you know, and, and you know, for beating Robin Ventura's ass when he charged. <laughs> <laughs> Come at me, bro. Come at me, bro. You <laughs> sucks, man. You sucks. Like, they didn't say shit like that back then. It was like, yeah, I slept with your wife. Yeah. <laughs> Got this cute little dimple on the backside of her you ass. You making pictures of your wife? Want to see some? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Good, just, good the, the old days. Back that was just so. Oh, it was it was so good, you know. Why, why did Rafael Palmero get traded? I don't know. Ask Sandberg. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I ain't got no making pictures of my wife, but I got some of yours. 
She likes to do this thing with her tongue when she's got yeah. ice in her mouth. <laughs> you know, the things she can do with a bucket of ice and a nine iron. Woo, dog. <laughs> what do you mean I'm getting traded to the Rangers? <laughs> oh, man. But you know what, though? Like, even with the, the pitchers nowadays, right? There's no. That's why you see all these pitchers having injury problems or, you know, or surgeries or something like that because they don't rely on ball placement in the zone anymore. It's just get up there, fire a fastball as hard as you can, you know, uh, and then throw off speed shit and hope they chase it. That, that's really all you see. There, There's really never – very rarely do you have a, like a like – a, a, a mass like an a, a masterpiece of a of an outing for a pitcher, right? Placing the ball. Right. You know, I, it's like I was watching, I was watching the Braves play, and Acuna came up to bat. And I don't remember, I don't remember who was pitching. I don't remember, and I don't even remember. I think they were playing. They probably, I think they were playing Tampa Bay. I'm guessing they were playing Tampa Bay, and this guy threw. A 39-mile-an-hour fastball. And Akuna just watched it. He just – I'm like, did he just watch that go across the plate? And I was like, did that say 39? I had to, like, stop, pause the TV, rewind it, watch it again. And by that time, I missed the, you know, the entire at-bat because he was out. He literally threw three pitches. He threw that. The next pitch, he he threw uh, he threw a curveball, and Acuna hit it foul. And then the next one, he th- he threw like uh uh, threw like a ninety three or ninety four mile an hour fastball. We have another caller. Oh, no, they are not calling. And like it was honestly when the when the catcher caught it. The catcher caught it a little bit low. He framed it up a little bit. He called him out. Now, Akuna swings at those regardless. But, like, I mean, in my opinion, other than framing it up, it was a little bit low. But he, he got him looking. He got him looking, man. I was like, I was like, shit. I was like, but it was that 39-mile-an-hour fastball that threw him off. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, and, and, that, and that was probably the first time. I believe they call that a changeup. You can call it a changeup, but it was a fastball. I saw the release coming off. Thirty-nine of is not a fastball. <laughs> I get that, but when I was watching the release and the replay, and that's why I said I, I had to, I had to watch it again to make sure it was a fastball. He had it. It was a two seam on the release. He threw it, and I was like, "That's a fastball." You can call it a changeup. You can call it whatever you want, but it was thirty-nine mile an hour two seam fastball, and I I've never seen anything like it. Again, three pitches. Three pitches, and I and I was like, man, I was like, that's the kind of baseball I like to see, you know. Now, if you're throwing, if you're throwing three pitches, and that's all you're throwing to every single batter, you know, you're throwing nine pitches an inning. Yeah. By the time you get to the ninth inning, you don't got over ninety pitch. You know what I mean? Like that's all I'm saying. You don't have that anymore. You don't have yeah. guys doing that anymore. Yeah. And and but here's the thing. You had guys when we were kids that were throwing 130 pitches by the time they got to the sixth or seventh inning, and they were finishing the game. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's I, – I don't know. I I mean, as the world goes, the world goes, you know. But it's 
everything's softer in every aspect of life anymore. Like the, the mentality of, of some of these kids and, and some of these, some of these like fully grown men too. I just shake my head at, you know, I remember not too long ago, we had an instance, uh, uh, down the street, you know, my brother and my brother-in-law and my sister live down the street from us, a couple blocks in the same subdivision and their neighbor around the corner, uh, you know, two doors down, but you know, around the corner, they both worked for the same company. My brother-in-law was on the union side and he was on the company side. Right. Right. Contract negotiations were coming up. They were getting a little bit heated. There was that thought that um, possibly there's going to be, you know, a strike or whatever. So this guy, this guy wound up quitting his job because his neighbor two doors down was on the union side of the company. He was on the management side and he didn't want it to create uh, tension between the two. Like, what the fuck is that? Like, you, you're not even good friends. Like, what are you doing? You know, I, you know, I, the, I don't know the, the way things work in the world today. I, it used to be, it was that you could be a hard worker and you could go up to your cousin or your uncle or whoever and be like, Hey, can you get me on? And you get the job and then you just go work hard. And you did that for, you know, 20, 30 years and you retire Yeah, and, and, it, and it's over. Now you got guys like, and I say like us, and I mean in, in generation X where they've either been doing it this long. So they stay with it. It's hard for me as a generation X to go, Oh, I can make money from home. I can do affiliate marketing and make 10 grand a month and I don't have to do nothing. But in my mind, I can't get past that. I'm like, that's, that doesn't make sense. No, you gotta, you gotta go to work and do a blue collar job. And I gotta, I gotta weld or I gotta, I gotta work on the railroad or whatever it is that you're doing. I'll, I'll be honest with you. Right. Like that. And I'm still adjusting to it. What? Oh God, I'm still adjusting to it nine months later, going on a year later. Now, I, like you, uh, since the time I was 18 years old, was always out in the field, busting my knuckles, back-breaking labor, working hard and all that other stuff, right? So when I took this new position in the company and they were saying, you know, well, it's a work from home. We're using your expertise. And yeah, there's field visits and site visits and all that other stuff. But your office is at home. You work from home. Right. And when you're going from shit, 20 plus years, 25 years of constantly work, you're constantly going, 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 going to this setting of, okay, you're working from home. You know, here's here's a project I need you to work on. But, you know, it's no rush. It's It's two years out. We don't even have, you know, you know. 60% drawings or whatever yet, you know, just so when you get a project and you, you look at whatever information you can, it's uploaded to the file and you're reading, okay, you draw, have route, take a segment. Like you go kind of nuts. Like for, for the first several months, like I told my wife, I said, I'm going to get fired. 
I'm going to get fired. They're going to, because I'm not doing nothing. They, 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 you know, but in their mindset is like, yeah, that's busy. But in my mindset, it's like, shit. Oh, you're fucking fired. You know, it's like, Jesus. It's nuts. You know, so like, you know, like there's, and there's, and see, and there's so many things like that I'm learning. Like, and, it, and I'll tell you what, man, the hardest part of this podcast is making this stuff happen. Like, like people don't realize, you know, and I, like I told you, I met that, that famous, uh, TikToker guy. And old Elroy Redbeard. <laughs> Jason Elroy Redbeard. Hey! Uh, like we were at the bar and he was like, you know, he's like, I, uh, I gotta be careful what I say. And I was like, oh, you're drinking the queer beer. You know, I don't, I don't gotta be careful what I say, you know, cause th- this is us and this is how I am. And cause he was drinking Bud Light Lime, you know, so I was razzing him about it. He's like, oh, I got a, I got a bunch of followers, you know, I gotta be careful. And, yeah. and I'm thinking, and I'm like, I'm like, and it, my first impression was like, I seen this guy before. I don't know who he is. And then I'm thinking, well, who the fuck is this guy? You know? And, uh, I remember I had seen like a, a TikTok or whatever before, and I didn't really think nothing of it, but yeah, he's got like, you know, a million and a half followers or whatever. And he's just hanging out, having a good time. You know, uh, the instance of our, our meeting was, is like, he was at one end of the bar. I was at the other and I was ordering some food and he was ordering some take home food, you know, and he normally cooks and does his thing, but, Yep. So he orders, and so and the whole reason I'm talking about this is because you and I got in this conversation about cheese curds, about you know Culver's having the better cheese Culver. curds. Fight and me. fight me, Culver. <laughs> <laughs> Dairy Queen is low. And, and anyways, the bar that we were at, this place called um, you know Plug Em Here uh, Poor House uh, in in Demont, Indiana. They have some amazing cheese curds. And he's like, oh, I was just here ordering. He's like, I'm going to get the cheese curds. And I go to order the cheese curds. And the the bar wedge, you know, have, <laughs> was like, nah, no cheese curds for you, fat boy. And I'm like, what? I was like, he just ordered cheese curds. Nah, you can't have them. And, I'm, and my wife's right next to me. And she's like, she's laughing at him because that's her friend, you know. And I'm like, I'm like, fuck you guys. He's like, I'll let you know how the cheese curds are. <laughs> fuck you. And your cheese curds, bitch. <laughs> I was like, well, at least I, I ain't over there drinking the queer beer. And he's like, I, you know, I got to be careful what I say. And, you know, he's like, I got I got over a million and a half followers on TikTok. And I'm like, and I'm just thinking, I'm like, who the fuck is this guy? Who the fuck? And he was a nice guy. You know, like we had we had a couple laughs afterwards and uh, walking out to his car and stuff like that. And. And really haven't really haven't you know seen him or talked to him since. Um, gave him my number or whatever. I said you know I want to hang out or whatever, and um, I, you know that that was the extent of that. But in saying that, I, I watched a few more of his of his TikToks. I decided to follow him, um, and he said the big thing about it is you got to stick with whatever you guys know, and like you know we right. know. We know the bullshit in our lives. We know the bullshit that we've lived through. And we, we, we've lived through a lot with sports. We know, uh, we know what we remember. You oh, know, yeah. You know, I, I think a lot of things that are going on right now in the world, they want you to forget. You know, they, they want you to forget certain things. or yeah, They want to they 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 rewrite certain histories, whether it's sports 
or politics or what have you. But for those of you that are out there and you know what happened and you know that it, this is what is to be true, remember it. Write it down. Journalize it. Video it. Whatever it is. Because they're, you know, they're changing. They're going to change the narrative on you. It's going to, you know, you think, you think I'm crazy when I say this, but you're going to, you're going to look up one day and, and the, you know, you're, you're not going to know that the Celtics won like 16 championships in yeah. 20 years, you know, because it, it's, it's coming. They're going to start erasing pieces of history that, that you don't even know about. Well, what you just said right there, right. It, where he's got to watch what he says and everything because of his followers. Now, I, I, w- I will tell you this much, okay? Um, and we've touched on this before, where regardless of what happens with this podcast, if it takes off, if it gets successful, I mean, it would be great to ultimately just do this. But I, I, I'm of the school of thought that, and I'm you're, you're obviously going to be in agreement with me on this, is if it if it does come to fruition, I'm I don't want to be beholden to anybody because I don't want to get to the point where oh you got to watch what you say or you know they're they're going to pull the plug on you or whatever. No, go fuck yourself. Right, and and that's exactly that's exactly my point. Like I don't I don't watch what I say. I yeah. you know I I. I you know, I, I'm watching some of his his TikToks, and he's over there, and he's drinking, and he's he's very careful, and uh, it almost seems like some of it might be even planned. You know, like nobody nobody just randomly has a fan with their with their uh, their their cushion, their lazy boy recliner in their kitchen. I mean, unless you're like me and you're like a hillbilly Polak and you got that going on, like that's that's completely different, right? You know, but like uh, and. My train of thought is this, and he's a, and he's a younger guy. I'm sure he's in his 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 thirties, his early thirties or whatever. Yeah, yeah, and, I think so, yeah. And you know, and he's and he's a nice guy and all, and all that stuff. I'm not going to talk bad about him, but like, I'm not going to watch what I say. I'm sorry, I, I am who I am. I don't, I don't. I don't go out of my way to be any different than I am. I walk around half naked in my house all the time. I'm going to come on the podcast. You know, even you said to me, you're like, well, I think you need to put a shirt on. I'm not putting a shirt on. If this is, this is how I live my life. You know, I, 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 if I was allowed to, I would work like this. You know, I would be in, I would be in my overalls with no shirt on, but that's, that's not, that's not the case. I don't, Right. I, I've never worn a shirt. I'm not a big shirt guy. It's never going to be a shirt thing. It doesn't matter if I'm 500 pounds or 120 pounds. I'm not going to be a shirt guy. It's just, it's just right. the way it is. Well, that's, it, but that's like, it, you know, like we are, we we're the way we are and that's just how it is. Right. Right. Like, so if you listen to this podcast right now, we're going to be a little thrown off because we haven't really been talking about a whole lot of sports. Well, no, because we, we're going to talk about whatever we want to talk about, right? There's not a lot going on in the world of sport. The draft is over and all that other stuff. I mean, there's some stuff going on, but, you know, it, it's funny. We just want to bullshit and everything like that. But like I said before, with, if this thing does wind up taken off by some grace of, of, of God, you know, and it's going to be kept in-house because I, I don't want to be beholden to – a corporation. I don't want to be a, of a, over a, a parent company or anything like that. No, a little studio somewhere in crown point or Cedar Lake or something like that, or, or St. John or something and, and do it ourselves because I don't know. I don't want, I don't want nobody coming to tell me, you know, um, 
you know, we're, we're going to need you to apologize because you said something stupid or that's your, your beliefs. Fuck you. <laughs> you know, I'm a gun token, bong token, alcoholic. Wait, what? But that's me. Yeah. Uh, you know, that's, that, that's who I am. You know, you can't, you can't sit on that. You can't sit on, on, a, on this in, in the, in the studio. Like I said, if we got to wind up taking off and getting a little studio somewhere and, a, you know, corporate, I don't want to have no corporate anything. Um, you guys can't drink bourbon and smoke cigars. You can't drink on the air. Watch me. Fuck you. You know, guarantee you, like you, you've seen that clip with John Goodman, right? Where he goes, where he goes, uh, he goes, I'm going to tell you whatever, you know, I'm going to tell you this, this is your fortress of solitude. You get 2 million in the bank, you know. You buy a you buy a house with a thirty year roof on it and an indestructible Jap economy shit box, and then you know and then you put the rest in savings and build off of you know you invest the rest of it and you build off of and you live off of the equity and everything like that and you live off the interest and you make money he goes that puts you at a level of fuck you. Yeah, yeah, I was and you know and and I've watched different I've watched different interviews different podcasts. Um, there was a. Uh, I can't remember which rookie it was at the time uh, where I, I don't, I don't remember which NFL player it was. And he was like, he was like, I was living in my mama's house. He goes, and I didn't cash a single rookie paycheck. He goes, I didn't cash a single rookie paycheck. He goes, and at the end of the season, my mama said, man, there's a, you know, this or that wrong with the house. And he was like, mama, he said, I'm just going to buy you a new house. He's like, we're going to live in that house until the end of my rookie contract. So, yeah. He bought. He took. He took one of his paychecks. He bought a whole new house for his family, and he stayed living in that house. He drove the same fucking shitbox Toyota Camry that he had from like nineteen ninety three or ninety four. Yep. For like the rest of his, you know, and I'm like, and see, and that's, I'm not much different, honest to God. If if this took off and we we did well, I'd still be driving the same shitty cars I got. I'd still be living in this house, you know, I might, might do a little bit better with the house, but I'll still be living this house. You know, I'm not going anywhere. I'm not, I know, I know who I am. I, I know what it took and, and how we got here. Thing is, is we probably should have been doing it a lot sooner. Oh yeah, probably. You know, and, and, you know, mm. had I listened to Linda, like, you know, like we would have started this shit 10 years ago, but oh, I, I didn't want to listen. Me and my wife have the conversation all the time. We want to retire when we're 59 and a half, 60 years old. That's when we, you know, so in another like 15, 16 years is when we want to go. Because I know I, I I don't want to work right now. Nobody freaking wants to work right now, you know? And it's like, I don't, you know, oh, yeah. it's just, like I said, I want to be at a level of fuck you to where, you know, and I, and I agree with that. I agree with that. And I'm not, I'm not, a, I'm not a greedy person. And it's, it's not, you know, that, but, and that's the whole thing is I don't want to be told what I can and can't do. Now, if somebody wants to pick us up and they want, they want to pay to run our stuff. Yeah, absolutely. But know that I'm still going to be naked. Know that I'm still going to yeah. drink bourbon or whatever my, my cost of liquor is. And if we're that pot by that time, if we're that popular and I can, I can, you know, quit my job. I'm going to be smoking weed on there too. You're going to sit here and watch me rolling blunts, smoking blunts, drinking bourbon. That's what's going to happen. And we're going to talk about whatever the hell we want to talk about. Because that's me. 
I'm not going to change who I am, you know, and that's just, that's just the way it is. You know, I, I hate, I hate that everybody nowadays is afraid to say this or that you're going to hurt somebody's feelings. Listen, man, we grew up, we weren't allowed to have feelings. You're going to hurt somebody's feelings any day of the week, anything you say, I ain't going to cry over it. You know, it's, and, and, that's the way I was raised. Listen, I, I'm, so, I'm sorry. I'm I'm not going to apologize no, for me know. or who I am. No, it's like, dude. Now you know me. I'm Polish, Irish, and German, right? Watching my mouth is, is a skill that I have not mastered, and I'm too old to start learning how to master it now. Okay, I'm just I'm not going to do it. I'm going to say what the fuck. I'm going to say what the fuck I want to say, and I'm going to say what's on my mind. You know, and it, right. does it rub some people the wrong way? Absolutely. You know, but on the same hand, it's like, you know, I understand what like people like my grandfather, where they were at in their life. It's like you start getting older and you start getting to the point where it's like, I'm too, I don't even want to pretend to fucking care about this shit. Right. Or, you know, or play your little freaking game. I don't play the fucking game. I'm going to say what I want. Well, you've seen my freaking TikTok. You know? Oh, yeah. Well, well you know, it's like, I was, I'm driving, I'm driving my kid to school today. And she's telling me a story. And she says, she says, GD. And I'm like, whoa. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I was like, how many times have I told you? Like, you don't say that. You know, I was like, it's the one thing. It's the one thing. My wife says it. My mother says it. My father says it. My brother says it. My mother-in-law says it. My father-in-law says it. I don't like it. I told my kid, I'm like, you got to refrain from saying that shit around me. You don't I like it? Like, I just don't like it. And, and, well, fuck you, goddammit. Right. It might be the only rule I have, but at least respect <laughs> that I don't like it to not say it. Enough. You know what I mean? Like I, And I said, listen, that's just me. Yeah. I said, that's just me. I, I don't like it just because I don't like it doesn't mean anything, you know, shit from shenanigans. I don't, you know, but just don't say it around me, you yeah, know. And you know what? I think that's the problem too. Like th- these kids have no, like me and my wife are, are big on respect from our children. And it's difficult right. to get that from the kids because of the way kids are nowadays. Now, thankfully they're respectful to other like their oh, yeah. and stuff like that. So at least they're like that. And they are respectful to us, but sometimes they just get in their disrespectful ways, you know? Right. And uh, they get this mentality that they're on, especially our high school age, but that they're on the same level in the pecking order of the house as me and my wife. And it's like, right. no, motherfucker. No, in no way, shape or form are we on, you know, you live in a free country, but when you're in my house, you live in the United States of Brian. Okay. Right. And it's a fucking dictatorship, <laughs> you know? Well, and it's, and, you know, I, I, I tell her all the time, I'm like, listen, I was like, you know, and, and you're going to respect us. I said, just like, you're going to respect this house. I said, this is your house too. Well, that's what my, what my mom says. It's not what you normally say. Well, you know, I'm not saying you're higher than us on the pecking order, but I'm like, this is also your space, and you have to respect what you have. You have right. to take care of what you got. You know, and I don't think, with the exception of us, I don't think parents teach that shit anymore. I don't think they go out and they're like, hey, yeah. you know, because like some of these kids, I can't believe the way some of these kids talk. I was just talking to a guy that came and uh, he picked up. Uh, some cake for me. We'll say cake. And, 
he was telling me he's like he just got back from vacation and he goes he took his uh his 13 year old uh girlfriend's uh son on a vacation they went down to disney and did it all up and this guy paid for everything he said it was the worst vacation he ever had he said this 13 year old no fucking respect he said not just no respect to him but no respect to the kid's mother and i'm like i couldn't do it I yeah. couldn't do it. I would, I would slap the shit out of my kid, or I would look at my wife and go, "You need to slap the shit out of her." You know what I mean? Like, there's just no way. I'm sorry if if this gentleman is bringing you out to Disney and he's paying for everything. You better have the utmost respect for this man. You better be asking him what you can do. Yeah. And kids aren't raised that way. And I was talking to my wife about about it, and she goes, she goes, you know what's funny is. Uh, that woman, his girlfriend, her older daughter, who's 25, is the same way. And I'm thinking, these are 25-year-old kids. And I say kids because they're 20 years younger than me. Mm-hmm. And they're talking to their parents like this at 25. What the fuck is wrong with this country? And that's what it is. There's something wrong with this country. Something fell along the way with some of these Generation Xers. And they're just they just gave up on, on raising their kids, I guess. I, well, I really don't know what to say. It's that. And you know what else I've noticed, too? As this younger generation, they have no sense of adventure, right? They have no sense of just they, – they don't want to step out of their comfort zone for shit. None of them do. And, well – and it's not even just in life, right? Like we were, we were having, a, we were having a conversation about me and my wife were having a conversation. We'd like to take the kids on vacation here at some point, and, um, you know, go to talk to the kids about it. And it's like, hey, what would you guys want to do? You know, would you guys want to go on vacation somewhere? You want to, you know, fly to some resort and do an all inclusive, or you want to go on a cruise? Uh, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. And it's like, well, what do you mean? You don't know. Uh, I don't think, I don't think I'd like a cruise or I don't think I'd like just being on an Island for a week and everything like that. I'm like, are you, are you nuts? Now you see now here's, and and this is where think about this. I'm going to think about this while you're saying that, right? Would your father have asked you when you were a kid? No, it would have been like, fuck you. This is what we're doing. And I think that's part of the problem where we're lost is is that because when we were kids we didn't have choices and now because we've become part of the rhetoric part of this whatever they're feeding us to believe as a whole society that we were to start asking our children about their feelings and this and that we didn't have that shit if you would if your dad no your dad would say fuck you this is what we're doing we're going to Disneyland or we're going on a cruise or we're going down this island and this is what we're doing I don't give a fuck what you say shut your fucking mouth and get in the car yeah oh and that's what it all eventually boils down to right and that's you know if we decide to take a vacation it's going to be me and my wife saying all right this is where the fuck we're going. And right. then if they got anything to say about it, it's like, well, you should have opened your mouth when we gave you the opportunity. Right. And, and see, it like uh, I told uh, I, I last time. is too is we don't – like my parents never asked us where, if what we want to do on vacation because, you know, they worked hard. But, they, you know, back then they were just never in a financial position to have options. It was get in a fucking car. We're driving to Ohio to see your aunt and uncle, or we're driving to Louisiana to see your aunt and uncle for a week, and then we're just going to hang out. And that's what it was. So, 
you know, we're, me and my wife are in, in a better financial position than they were. So we, we can, we can have options, but it's like, you know, I want to tell them like, and you guys, well, I don't know. I don't think I'd like that. You want to stop them and be like, all right, listen, I, I said, it's, I'm just asking you what you think as a courtesy. When it comes down to it, I really don't give a shit. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and it was like, uh, I already know my kid, she likes a swimming pool. It doesn't matter where we go or what we're doing. As long as she can go swimming, she's fine. Nine times out of 10, she doesn't care about the ride. She's not a, she's not a roller coaster person. It's not this, it's not that. She just throwing her swimming pool. Hell, I think, Maybe just three, four years ago, I got her out of her comfort zone and made her go on like water slides and stuff and like the toilet bowl and stuff like that. Like, I would love to take her to water parks. Like, I think she gets water parks, you know, but like try to get her on like anything other than like the tilt the world. She's not doing it. Yeah, she's not doing it. And I'm not going to I'm not going to force her, you know, like I I know who my kid is. You know what I mean? And I, that's the other thing, like not the same, not the same. Me and my wife. Let's go on the deadliest fucking roller coaster ever built to mankind and let's do it. Yeah. You know, like if, if the, if they turned the, the shockwave into a wooden roller coaster, we would be out there doing it. Oh yeah. You know, you know what I mean? Like, <clears throat> but that's us. Well, like I think too, you know? it's like not, not so much now. My, my two boys are, are older. They're in high school. So they have their lives. They have, they work and they play football and they have their friends and everything. But when they were younger, and they were in like middle school, you know, I, I remember one time during the summer, a beautiful day out, pools open, whatever. And they downstairs in their video games. Well, the internet went out. Come to find out it wasn't the internet that was out. It's where our, 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 so downstairs in our laundry room where the, the feed comes in to the, to the power strip, the power strip plugs in, you know, and then distributes the feed to the router and all that other stuff. Right, right. So the plug that it was plugged into in the laundry room, it was a GFI, and it popped. You know, no reason. And it, it just popped. And the internet went out. And I'm like, what <laughs> right. the heck's going on? So I go downstairs to get something out of the freezer, take something out of, you know, because the freezer's plugged into the same outlet. And I open the freezer door, and the light's not coming on. And it's not running. I'm like, oh, okay. So I'm looking, and it's tripped. And, uh, I reset it and the boys come outside, they're swimming, you know, and, it, you know, they're like, Ooh, you know, because they're all depressed because they can't play their game. I said, okay. I looked at my eyes and I fixed the internet. And she, was just she goes, oh, okay. She goes, uh, you want to let the boys know? I'm like, no. <laughs> nope. No. I didn't say, I didn't say to Caitlin, and I feel bad because a lot of the whole internet thing and I like, <sighs> I introduced her to gaming. You know, I started off with Xbox with her and her Nintendo right. Switch, and it moved into the computer and, and stuff like that. But it's my fault. It's my fault. I mean, she's she's a great artist, and, and she excels at different things. And some of the games, I'm like, I'm like, what? And then I won't let her play Call of Duty. She's not into the Fortnite. You know, she'll play Roblox and a couple of these other ones. But some of these games, man, I'm like, where do they where, where do they come up with these games? Yeah, I don't like uh, like this one game she wanted she got for you know I'll give you an example a game she got for her birthday a little bit over a month ago a month and a half ago it was called uh, Cult of the Lamb, and then I'm looking up this game 
And it's about a bunch of like farm animal type creatures following this little lamb. And th- to keep them alive, like like zombie like or whatever, they have to eat their own shit. What the fuck is this stuff? I'm like, what is going on here? Like, and it's a, and it's a, it's an RPG, it's an RPG, it's a role playing game, but it's also a co op. So it has, you know, four, you can have four of your friends or three of your friends play with you. And I'm thinking, what the hell is wrong with it? Like, like who invented, like, only Nintendo. This is a Nintendo game. By the way, yeah. you know it's not like, and I, I don't think oh, this isn't Paperboy. You know, this isn't a wholesome like Rygar. Yeah. You know, she, she doesn't want the new Zelda, which I saw the, I saw the graphics for the new Zelda, and I was like, oh shit! I'm like that looks bad as hell. I was like, maybe I I need to go out and get the new Zelda. You know, I was I was thinking, I'm like, yeah. you know, but that's me. You know, I I don't know if I could ever get her to play stuff like this, but again. It's a generational thing, you know. Our kids, our kids are our kids are more influenced by things in society and people they are with than we ever were. You you remember, like when you were playing Nintendo growing up, it was what everybody else was playing. That's what you were playing. But right. now they have the access to the internet and everything else. Whereas we didn't have the internet, we didn't play Nintendo and play other people from across the world. We were, we were competing against our friends from the neighborhood. Right. Well, it's like and like like you. I got my two boys into gaming. They were they were eight eight and you know nine and seven or something like that, or eight and six or whatever it was. And their grandmother got them a Nintendo Wii U. Each of them a Nintendo Wii U for Christmas, and we bought them Call of Duty. I think it was Black Ops Three. And I wouldn't let them play it online or anything like that, or I wouldn't let them play the campaign mode. It was just, okay, you want to run around and shoot zombies? Fine, you know. Um, and reiterated the whole, you know, we don't, we don't, you know, shoot. I mean, I have guns in the house, but I tell you, you know, all the time when they were younger, you don't pick up guns, you don't play with guns, you know, they're not a toy, and everything like that. And, right. you know, because you got to let them play some video games. All their friends are playing it. You know, you don't want them to be, you know, you don't want him to be the weird kid at recess, you know, playing marbles by himself. My dad says this is a video game, you know, type shit. It's like, you got to let him have something. What but, do you mean I can't play pickup sticks anymore? <laughs> I love Jax. I love Jax. You know. Oh, man. Nobody but, even knows what we're talking about. No, Nobody even fucking knows no, what we're talking about. No. Uh-uh. Dude. <laughs> But my boys are the typical. They 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 play their Fortnite not as much as they used to. They'll play it here and there, and they play their Call of Duties now. But it's a lot of sports games and everything like that that they play. And like, and I agree with you. Like the kids are so influenced now. Luckily, my boys look at everything that's going on right now, and they kind of have the same. Yeah, no, it's probably a leaf blowing across the yard from the neighbors across the street or something. But um, they look at what's going on in the world and just the dumbassery that's going on. And thankfully, they are of the mindset of like, what the fuck? You know, look at some of the shit that's going on and be like, these fucking idiots or that's fucked up, you know, or whatever. You know, so they have that, you know, that mindset. Thank God. You know, it's 
you know, they're not walking around, oh, my pronouns are he, him, his, or whatever the fuck it is, you know. They, yeah, my, oh, my pronouns Jesus. are fuck off. That's what my pronouns are. <laughs> she said, she came outside last night. We were, we were working on some of her homework, and she was joking around about that. And she's like, and my pronouns are penis. <laughs> <laughs> And I forget, I forget sometimes that she's my kid, you know, I'm like, oh man, I'm like, and my, my dad would always be like, you're going to have, you're going to have two just like you. And I'm like, she is 10 times worse than I was ever. Like certain shit she does. And I'm just like, I shake my head and I go, okay. I was like, I I deserve this. I, I deserve this. This is what I get. You know, but she used to be outside until I introduced her to video games. She was climbing trees she was pissing outside. She was shitting freaks. Like she was the outdoor girl, you know. Like she would be wearing Disney princess dresses and combat boots. Like she was doing it, you know. Like and and I forget about that sometimes. Like and, and sometimes I miss I miss that little girl because they grow up so fast, you know. Oh, like yeah. she went from she went from doing that to God take her God take her bra shot. You know what I mean? Like and I'm yeah. like I'm like well you're oh, the dad and I'm like I'm like well. You know, and, and I don't want, I don't, I hate, I hate it. I hate it. I, yeah, I, I they're wish gonna up, they're going to grow up and grow into whatever the hell they're going to grow up and grow into be like their personality. Right. And they derive a lot of it from like, my boys derive a lot of it from my, from myself and, and my wife, you know, and everything like, like my boys sense of humor, both of them is straight up mine. Like, like my young, my older boy, my oldest boy walked into the kitchen the other day and I was watching some TikTok of some crazy motherfuckers that thought they were cats and all that stuff, meowing and shit like that. And now my older son looks like me, pasty white, redhead, wouldn't think that he has Mexican in him from his mother. You know, if you didn't, right. if you never met his mother. So, but that's where the hilarity and it came in for me as he looked at it and he shook his head and he looks up at me. I'm like, what? He goes, fucking white people. He goes, I fucking hate white people. You know? Like, what? I said, he's like, he's like, yeah, I fucking hate white people. I'm like, you're white. He goes, no, I'm Mexican, motherfucker. You know? (laughs) I says, you are, but go to somebody that is Mexican and say, orale, mi amigo. You know, just start talking shit to freaking white about white people. They're going to look at you like fucking nuts. Yeah. It's, like, it's, we're on we're on the way to school this morning and she's and she looks at me and we're about I don't know, we're about I don't know, five minutes from school and she goes, Dad, can I ask you can I tell you a joke? I'm like, Yeah, I'm like, go ahead, you know, and she's all nonchalant about it. she's like uh she's like, How do you make a boy blush? I'm like, I, I don't know. She's like slap his cheeks and I'm like Okay. And she's like, how do you make a girl blush? I'm like, I don't know. She's like, clap her cheeks. I'm like, what the fuck? I was like, you know what you're saying? She's like, yeah. Yeah, I know. I'm like, are you sure? She's like, yeah, it's it's a, it's a sexual joke. I'm like, okay. Yeah, I, I don't know. And, like, and I got, I got, I got, I got more embarrassed and I blushed more when she said the second part of it because I'm like, I'm realizing that even though she's she's 14 and she's a she's a you know a teenager and a, and a young lady, 
that she's more like me and my wife than I care to like. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. she'll, and she's and she's starting to say stuff like that, or and I'm like, oh man. You know, and, and Michelle, Michelle, will be listening to her conversations with you know, like the other kids or whatever, and I'm like, I'm like, you have to remember that's our kid. I'm like, she's more like us than anything. And I said, and she's gonna be a dirty pervert, you know. And I hate, oh, yeah. I hate to be that way, but like, she's gonna tell jokes, and we're not. The problem is, is we're not used to it because of, you know, we still see her as a young girl, and we still see her as autistic, even though we don't, we didn't raise her you know, as, as such to be with her autism, you know, she's starting to come into her own and she's starting to understand more things in the world and say more jokes that are like that, you know, and, but then on on the flip side of it, I'm, I'm doing her math homework with her and I'm just now teaching her like algebra and pre-algebra and stuff like that. Whereas like, this is same shit she's learning now. I learned that shit in like, you know, fifth or sixth grade, you know, and they're just teaching it to her in eighth grade. So it's, it's kind of like a, for me, like a a wake up call, so to speak, you know, like an understanding to know, like, Hey, not everybody is the same. And I, and it's hard for me. So I have to, I have to be prepared for that to understand better. And that's the whole thing is the rest of the world is not the same as you and I. Yeah. And, it, and you know, and it, and the and the thinking that we have is very much a different time, oh, you yeah. know. Uh, and I and I think that's part of I think that's the biggest part of our 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 program and our podcast is that we have this this sense of old world thinking, you know. And, well, and uh, my my older boy told me one day, he uh, he was like, he goes. He goes, hey, Dad, he goes, what was being a kid in the 80s and in the 90s like? I said, oh, it was, absolutely, it was fucking awesome. I said, it was, it was fucking awesome. I said, if I could go back to that time, I'd go back. To, it was a great freaking time. You it know, was. it was a great point in time. And uh, I said, everything was just different. Nobody got offended. You know, people that walk around thinking that there's 7,400 genders were told to sit down and shut up. You didn't have this stupid shit going on, you know. And, and if you uh, did, they lived in San Francisco. Yeah, yeah. Or if they did, it was like specific to certain parts, like San Francisco. You know, there wasn't this eighty million gender. I said no. There were two genders. That was it. You're a boy or you're a freaking girl, and everything like that. There was no political correctness or none of that shit. You know, it was, um, you know, if we if I had to go somewhere in town with my dad to go wherever. It was, you know, and we took his truck. My dad just had a single regular cab truck, and uh, it was get in the back. Right. Get in the back, you know, right in the back of the truck. Oh, yeah, you can't, you don't see that shit anymore. But he was like, he was like, yeah, he goes, I wish I could go. He goes, I'm just tired of all this stupid shit, you know. This, you oh know, man! Like, you know. I, I I imagine either one of these grandfathers here rolling over in their grave, oh, yeah. man. I can't, I can't even imagine, you know, I can't even imagine either one of those men, they would, they, they would drink themselves into a stupor every night oh, yeah. the way that, and they fought for this country. They fought for this country and that, that was their thing. And that, you know, and they remember that I, I helped make this country great because right. I gave these freedoms to these generations. And now, and look, and look at what you have left, you know, like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, 
I, you know, I, I, I can't, and I can't worry about it. You know, I've said it to I've said it to Michelle before. I'm like, I'm like, Caitlyn is probably the last one in her in her generation that will see the country and the world thrive as a whole. I said after like you know in sixty years she's gonna she's gonna be seventy four, and and in, in sixty years it's gonna be you know uh, twenty eighty three. And by tw- I would I would have to just say by twenty eighty three will be the downfall of of humanity as a whole. I won't be around right. to see it unless there's some sort of stem cell research or I can download my consciousness and put it into a fucking robot or something. Other than that, I'm not gonna see it. And you Dude, know what? I, you know what? I'll tell man. you what, man. And, and you know what? I, I, hey, for me, think. Fucking God. Thank God. You know, I'm like, I, I can't, like I, like I said, I, I shake my freaking head at all the dumb shit. You know, you look at the jackass up, up at, at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue and the dumb shit that comes out of his freaking mouth and all that other stuff. And then it's just, but the thing is, it's like they, the excuses that are made for the idiots oh. will drive me up a wall. You know, yeah, more than one on several oh, occasions. I, I, I got in that conversation with my mom one time. I said, "Mom, I said, you know, because she, you know, voted for Biden, unfortunately, and and not to get political or anything, but she, I'm like, Mom, I said, this guy's got freaking dementia, you know, onset dementia. I could see. It. I was a paramedic. I volunteer firefighter paramedic for 15 years. I could see the warning signs. You know, I'm like, this dude is just he's not there. He's disconnected. She goes. No, no, that's nothing. You know, I mean, your grandmother had yeah, had dementia, and look how long it took her to really turn, you know, bad and really start affecting her. I'm like, the difference is, is grandma was not the leader of the free fucking world. <laughs> like- and, the, and that's and that's the whole thing, you know. And I'm gonna leave the leave the audience with that is is that we're no longer the leaders oh, the, no. of the free world. I said. No. Uh, I said the U.S. before we know it, and this is one of those turning points in the year. The U.S. dollar will no longer be backed by the world, yeah. and 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 that in itself is gonna is gonna change, and that's gonna change everything. And people people don't understand how things, and these younger generations don't understand how things worked for all those years, right? And and the fact that we had to fight as as immigrants to come here, like, you know, and, and our grandfathers before us, that's what they did. Yep. You know, they, they fought to come here because it was a better life and they wanted to make a better life. Now that you got the better life and all you can do is hold on to it. There's, there's not almost nothing left to hold on to, yeah. you know, and the better life now is, is, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to go to Ecuador and retire or I'm going to, I'm going to move to Germany because they got free health care. Yeah, you know, like I mean, just it's not the better life. We haven't been the greatest country in the world in probably over fifty years. Yeah. And don't get that twisted. Like that's that, those are those are just facts. Like you know, we're 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 not a leader in anything. You want to know what we're leader in? We're the leader in the most imprisoned. Yep. We're one of the, the highest population of most imprisoned people in the world, and that's in our country. That's what we wow. win in. And, you know, it's, it's a little bit of a different feel for the show today. Like, but like I said, we're not all sports. When there's, you know, there's doings and a lot of things going on in sports, and majority will talk about sports, but every now and then you guys are going to catch a show like this, you know, just it's uh, not a lot going on. It's it's the man's here's birthday. Y'all wish him a happy birthday. 
And, uh, Thank you. Thank you know, you. so we just wanted to just bullshit and everything. And talk a little bit about sports. But, yeah, man, it's like, I, t- I tell you what, I, I, I tell my wife this all the time. I said, you know, I look and see what's going on. And it's like, man, I'm scared for what my kids are going to have to go through with their, when they have kids, you know. And it's like, I, I was, I, yeah, it's, I was, I, it's and it's just it's the system, and it's and it's yeah, it's, just, it's the abuse. Actually, let me let me rephrase that. It's the abuse by right. the people that are in charge right. of the system because the same system has been in place since wow. like 1789 or something like that, and it's the abuse that has become of that system. Yeah. So, you know. In the last last two hundred and uh, thirty forty years, fifty years, two hundred fifty years that this system's been in place, we have now made it to where it's not reliable, and that's yeah. that's yeah. the leaders. That is the leaders that we've elected. It's their fault, and it's all. Yeah. And the bottom line is, it's all because of money. Yeah. It's all because nobody else cares about anybody anymore, and everybody else cares about what they're putting in their pocket. Yeah, it's you know. I don't trust. I don't trust any any politicians, you know, or anything like that, you know. And it, it, the problem is, is they're all freaking lawyers, so they know the loopholes to get away with shit and everything like that. It's like we need to start like hiring, for, like we need to start electing like truck drivers and like factory workers. Oh and man, that yeah. would be that would be the day. But, Put people, and that's how it started, you know. It, it used to, it used to be that way, and and then like again those people got into power and they started to abuse it you know like they got a taste of something and i and i hate to say that but that's that's when that went down since the last 150 years so So. well yeah it was a good show today man it was a good show we talked about a lot of stuff i i uh, i like the the bullshit i like the rhetoric of it you know uh it was nice not to have to talk about a lot of sports i mean the only thing we really got going on in sports is the uh NBA playoffs and the the hockey playoffs there for the NHL and yeah those are about to those are about to come down to a you know a finals uh, for both sides and we'll talk about that possibly tomorrow maybe the next day who knows but we'll we'll get it we'll get something out to you guys it's, it's going to be interesting to see if uh, if uh, if the Oilers can can break the uh, curse of Canada for the Stanley Cup it's because it's been quite a while oh man but, oh man. You know, I I will say that I can't believe the number one team just bowed out. Yeah, uh, it has been. Oh man, the Oilers. You know, it'd be oh man, Hartford and Edmonton. That would have been that would have been back in the day, man. That would have oh, been yeah. oh, yep. I would have loved to see something like that. What has it been? It's been. 30 plus years since a Canadian team won the freaking Stanley Cup? Has it been that long? I think I think so. And how about real quick before we get off of here, how about our team, the Hawks, they're going to they're going to pick up uh, Connor Bedard. Yeah, they're going to need a lot more help than that. I mean, just still generational talent, man. Seventeen years old. They yeah. had, they had. What did they have? Like a fifteen percent chance of getting that, and they got it. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. But are they going to put the pieces around them, though? You know, like when they when they drafted Taves and Kane, uh, they put pieces around them. They had the Sharks and the Duncan Keiths and the Seabrooks, and went out and got Marion Hosa and all that other stuff. So. 
Hossa. You know, uh, my favorite Blackhawk player of all time, Marion Hossa. So, but, <laughs> but yeah. All right, man. Well, good, uh, good take today. Hey, kick yeah, dude. I want to want to sign off here. Uh, today it was sponsored by uh, Dunright Gutters and More out of St. John, Indiana. Uh, you can look him up on Facebook or give him a call at two one nine three zero six six eight three nine. And uh, you can always email me at E-R-I-C-B-A-R-N-A-T at msn.com and uh, let you sign off over to you. Yeah, yeah, hey, uh, always a good show. Uh, also brought to you today by uh, bensutter.carbonmade.com out of St. Augustine, Florida. Any kind of computer graphics imaging that you need done or anything like that or anything you need rendered uh, digitally or whatever on the Internet, you can contact them at Sutter, S-U-T-T-E-R dot render at gmail.com or well, visit his website, Ben Sutter at dot, I should say, Ben Sutter dot carbonmade dot com. If you guys want to email me with any questions or anything you'd like to hear us talk about, you can get me at beardedginger dot at yahoo.com. So yeah. Awesome All show, right. man. Good show. And we are signed off.